When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Out to Lunch, the podcast in which I take fascinating people out for a slap-up lunch. And all they have to do is be witty and sparkling and tell me all their secrets. Hello, lunchers. My guest today is an actress. She's rarely off the stages of the National Theatre, the Royal Court and the Almeida. Yes, I know posh theatre. And when she's not treading the boards, she's constantly on the telly. She's a very busy person. She's in all those episodes of Doc Martin. She's in all those episodes of the IT crowd. She's in the recent Significant Other. She's really top notch. I've been asked by my producer to add a warning that today's lunch contains some robust language. Robust language? That's intriguing, isn't it? Who is this potty mouth? It's only Catherine Parkinson. Yes, Catherine Parkinson. Rude words. That's why I'm listening. Now, she's also allergic to sherry, so we're not going Spanish today. We're going English. Yes, English pub. It's the Walmer Castle in Notting Hill in London. It's very old. It was built in 1845. It's one of those huge Victorian hostelries, but it's also very new because it's just been given a massive makeover and it's been taken over by a new management team, Jack and Poppy Greenall. They also have the Surprise Pub in Chelsea. My wife used to live opposite there, so I know it rather well. And it's one of those pubs that's more restaurant than pub. Gastro pub. Do people say that anymore? I just did. Well, let's find out. You have? I have. That's marvellous. Hi. Nice to see you. Isn't this fantastic? Um, It's lovely. Out to lunch on a weekday. What a pleasure. I know. Is that a regular occurrence? It has been recently. Has it? Only because I finished a job, so um, I don't like going out in the evening because I want to be around, obviously, when my daughters get home. So I I do like a boozy lunch, I have to say. It's kind of the way I roll. Where do you live? Nice. We live down in the southeast. So I don't think I've been here for about 20 years. No. No, I know. I know. It's extraordinary. You must have filmed something around here, at least. Well, in the environs, but I haven't been down Portobello Road since I was at the Gate Theatre, like, 20 years ago. Um, This is Mimi, who's who's serving us today. Yes, hello. Um, What would you like to drink? I presume you're drinking. I'd love it. I'd like a white wine, I think. Maybe even a sparkling white wine. Yeah. Do you mean yeah. a champagne? Not necessarily. I've got a gorgeous um, English sparkling Coots and Sealy, which is really lovely. Oh, I like the sound of that. I really like English sparkling wine. So, so you do? I do, yeah. Well, let's have one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start there. Yeah, this is going to be a good lunch. <laughs> yeah. We don't really need food, I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy to just drink. <laughs> I mean, there's an olive there. Can I get some water? Yes. Thank Taps you. Taps fine. Thank you very much. Oh, halibut. Yeah. 
I always like the. I always like to see halibut. I like to see halibut. Because I never cook it. I don't know why. You can never see it, see it in the shop. You're a cook, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Are you not a cook? I'm not a cook, but I'm a, you a must big, have to a big feed eater. Your children. <laughs> no, I don't. Do you not? I don't. No, my my husband cooks. Nothing. But um, halibut. My my late father-in-law used to do forgery paintings. He'd copy famous paintings. Yeah. Just to sort of as a way to get to know them, and then he'd sign it halibut. So I actually have a few halibut. Halibut paintings around your house. And of course, we're talking about Trevor Peacock, was in um, Dawn French's sitcom Vicar of Dibley, and and was a star of lots of other things. Mm. Wrote musicals, actor, singer, writer, painter, um, <laughs> decorator. Decorator. Mm. He's one of the very strange connections. We have some very strange. Mm, I know. Connections. Yeah. You're my dad. My, no. no. <laughs> I am your father. You have been in my brother's cheese shop. More than once. More than once. And it's, oh, and yeah. it's ice cream as well. He does sell ice cream. Yeah. But in I, the winter as well as the summer. Right. Yeah. I love that place. Yeah. But I do love that, that, that part area of... Devon. Devon. We can say Devon. Of Africa. <laughs> um, and, uh... Yes, I've always loved Indonesia. <laughs> he used to do all the talking. Over. Your father-in-law, Trevor, Trevor Peacock, should Yes. Uh, used to do all, all the fireworks displayed. Oh, great. I like, thought you meant he just went on and on when you no, were he, he, he would get the mic and sort of yeah. be their master ceremony. Oh, yeah, he did a bit. Because he, he was an actor. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember him. Um, he, he did that, you know, towards the end of, of his life, actually, down in Somerset. And, uh, yeah, he was very good at doing master of ceremonies. Yeah. But also, you do, you must know, you get slightly... It's slightly assumed you're going to do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know how to talk in public. And it's, a, it's actually really intimidating yeah. talking in public. I mean... It is if normally what you do is scripts. Well, that's, that's it. And I think yeah. some actors are fine with it. Ha my husband is, is fine with that. Um, but I, 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 I find that really stressful. I've sort of got... I've only got over it in the last three or four years. Yeah. Where I can talk in public as myself. Yeah. I always found... Chat shows completely oh, frightening. Terrifying. And like, I again I to, think I some went, people are fine with it. I went on Graham Norton the other day. Oh, yeah. With, uh, and Dawn French was on it as well, who I've known, you know, since before any of us achieved anything. So you'd think there'd be some safety in that. But we were both shaking like leaves. No. Well, what is it about the fear of. How funny. Of, of, and he's of so nice. Failure. He's lovely. Yeah, I know. But it's it's just, such a benign thing. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm encouraged to hear that because. Yeah, it must be tedious for people to hear actors saying they're shy. But that is intimidating, basically, because you want everyone to like you and you're yeah. not sure what your audience is. Yeah. Thank you. Very nice. No, I think we'll, we'll trust you. <laughs> yeah. Shall we have a look at this menu? Yes. Well, we've I know got, what I'm uh, We've got tiger prawns, we've got a wild mushroom velouté, we've got... Thank you. Venison carpaccio from North Yorkshire. Oh, yeah. Cured chalkstream trout, beetroot at morella, which is a kind of vegan cheese. I like everything on that menu. Yeah. I really like trout. It's sort of like a posh pub menu, isn't it? Mm. I like a posh pub menu. Well, yeah, I think I am going to have to have the halibut. Yeah, I think I might have to have the halibut, just because I, I see it so rarely. Mm. The halibut comes with, um, with a risotto, it says on here. Mm. Yeah, smoked risotto, it's lovely. And then at the, at the, on the sides, you've got basically four kinds of chips. Fries, chunky chips, fried pink for apple potatoes, and truffle and parmesan fries. Um, can I can I order something from that with my halibut, even though it's got risotto? Of course, you get on top of the risotto. Yeah. 
What are you going to have? Because I'm, I'm watching my weight, I'll just go for the fries, I think. <laughs> Four kinds of fries, please. <laughs> I'm going to, I would like to have the wild mushroom velouté and then them halibut, please. Mm. Maybe with some winter greens on the side? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Velouté, halibut, and some winter greens. Lovely. No I'm going to have the uh, tiger prawns and the halibut. And um, I'll have the chunky chips, please. Yes, thank you. We are replete. We've Cigars? ordered food, haven't we? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All right. I really like this wallpaper. It's really oh, Very nice, isn't it? Yeah. I've only just done this place up. It's um, only been going a couple of weeks. That's really lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that and I thought I quite like that. I had my eye on. I was trying to find Art Nouveau wallpaper because we moved about a year ago and I sort of did a slightly shoddy job of the interior design. Yeah. Um, but you can't really get it anywhere. Well, I couldn't find it anywhere. That's not Art Nouveau, though, is it? Probably not. <laughs> arts and crafts. Ah, all right. Can you edit that out? <laughs> That's arts and craft, isn't it? <laughs> Did you try and get some arts and crafts? <laughs> Listen, I talk about these things as if I know what I'm talking yeah. about, um, but I don't. But I like that. But you are very brainy, though. You are very brainy because you went and studied classics at Oxford. I did that to look brainy, which was brainy, Yeah, but it's quite hard. So you have to be brainy to look brainy. I that. don't know. Well, interesting. Did you trick your way in? I feel like, interestingly, I took my daughters back to Oxford last, last weekend to yeah. meet my mum because it's sort of equidistant from yeah. down there. And I, I didn't expect it, but I, was, I suddenly um, at breakfast was in tears with my mum mm. about it all because it just stirred things up quite a bit. And I suppose I realised that it was the best of times and the worst of times because I, you know, had a few stressful times with exams over those years. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it's what you would term nowadays as a... Oh, I said you to her, I had a breakdown, didn't I? And yeah. she said yes, and I, I was just like, everything's been pretty stable thankfully ever since but it was a very stressful time because I got it in my head that I if I went to Oxford I could get out of a, a more quite a traditional suburban yeah. set of expectations in terms of what I was going to do yeah if I went to Oxford I could be a bit more yeah uh, ambitious in terms of trying to be an, a, an actress and, uh, this, and I, but yeah. I've read I read this that you sort of you, you thought going to study classics at Oxford was a brilliant way of becoming an actress. Yeah, it's really... I don't, where, where, really I don't know how that... Where did that come I think, from? so, you know, I went to a grammar school in um, Tiffins. Which, yeah. Um, uh, you know, and I lived in Tarworth. And my parent, my dad was a primary school teacher in Chesington. My mum was a teacher. So the idea was me and my brothers would go to grammar school and then do what you want. They were, you know, cover yeah, where's about. your oyster? Yes, exactly. And I think I used to read the Times quite a bit when the, the supplements and people like Rachel Weiss and Tandy Newton were sort of living this, what seemed like quite a remote, glamorous existence. Yeah. And, you know, the Oxford drama scene is quite... Yeah. Like, you know, I was at Oxford with Rosamund Pike, Rory Kinnear, Katie Brand, Peter Harness, all of whom have, have gone on to... Yeah. Uh, it's probably wrong, but if I'd gone to a... Straight to a drama school. Straight to a drama school or even a more, um, you know, not Oxford or Cambridge, there was a weight of expectation from my parents whether yeah. they liked it or not to yeah. become a solicitor and I didn't, were I they, didn't were they become a suit be, it. Were they trying to be nice and liberal but secretly they, sort of hoping that you would do something worthwhile? A little bit because there wasn't any money to fall back on. So, the, you know, the, the, I started out at the gate and I was getting 140 quid a week, yeah. having the time of my life doing 
um, a couple plays. But was it this was after Oxford after and after Lambda Lambda. Lambda. In a lot of days. So you yeah. had eight years of training or something? I, you know, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd had a you know, fine time running up a load of yeah. student and now bets. you're only 140 So I'm not saying, you know, I mean, I was about time I went and earned some money, but it's difficult with our business because you don't, you don't know whether it's going to work or not. And, yeah. But you have to kind of give it... A, you want to be able to have a bit of time to give it a go. It's why I will forever be grateful to Martin Clunes because yeah. I, basically he said, yes, you can be an actress. Yeah. <laughs> so, Did that uh, happen pretty soon after you left Lambda then? I mean, uh, I thought it wasn't... I mean, there was a few years of just doing plays and then yeah. uh, I got... Doc Martin first, yeah. yeah. And then I got the IT cred when I was filming Doc Martin, so I found out in a field in Cornwall about yeah. the IT cred. So I thought, oh, I think it's going to This is going to work. I'm not going to have to be a waitress at TGI Fridays anymore. Yeah. It's a fantastic sort of thing to get a, a body of work in early, isn't it? Not not yeah. only because it kind of establishes you in, in sort of the, the minds of the public and the people who make television, but, but because you, you've got this <laughs> residuals for life. I mean, I've, that's know. a surprise, yeah. You know, and that, that, even if they're small, they, they sort of dribble in regularly and surprise you. I, I mean, that, and that's what you want, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they seem to, it seems to surprise you oh, just you when you up, need it. A, there's a 200 quid this morning. I know. That's very nice. Bonkers. And I haven't even gone to work. I know. Yeah. And it was just also, uh, I, I, I really did admire Martin growing up you know, watching stuff. So to have the, you know, just to have the endorsement of somebody that you, yeah. that, that seems to count for a lot because you go, okay, you know. That's I'm pretty much his be... project, wasn't it? I mean, it's, it's him and his wife produced it, didn't they? So. Yeah, yeah. I've read excerpts of your, your autobiography yeah. and you write so beautifully. Is that the first? Well, I've, I've written novels and children's books before, so. Oh, right, well. So many TV series. Yeah. I spent more more time writing than I have acting. So that's cool. even even when we do our own stuff. So an episode of a TV sitcom will take three weeks to write and a week to make. So you, three weeks to write, right? Okay, yeah. I know some yeah. of them look like they don't. No, 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 no. It's... <laughs> we had some reviews that said obviously <laughs> written on the back of a fag packet, but you know. No, um, I just. It... But we took our time. Yeah. Yeah. The IT crowd sometimes there wasn't a script at the end. <laughs> Yeah. We went into, I mean, Graham was so good at coming up with things on the floor, but it, it yeah. did sometimes mean you were saying things for the first time on camera, <laughs> which really didn't, really. didn't leave a lot of ownership. Jennifer works like that as well. Yeah, well, you sort of, I, feel, I found it really energising uh, for the most part because they have such good ideas. You know, you'd see them yeah. having an idea and you'd want to yeah. do the idea, but it's just sometimes harder to um, make a decision on how you're going to do a line. Of, but you've written recently. Oh, you've, you've, you've done written, some research. Oh, I've done lots of research. Yeah. You've written a play called Sitting. Yes. It was filmed, on, it was on BBC4. Was it? And uh, Was it fun? I really enjoyed it. It's a different, it's a whole different feeling, isn't it? When you're sitting yeah. in a room and other people are saying, saying your, your words. words. It's like a, yeah. it, it felt better than anything. I like the fact that in your play Sitting, you quite rightly have an aversion to all those kind of female role descriptions as feisty and willowy and... Uh, mm, willowy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and then you made one of your, your, your male sitter, because it's about an artist, it's about sitting for an artist. Mm. Sitting. You made one of them 
the male sit nude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like just retribution. Yeah. I, I sat for a, an artist as a student. In the nude? I didn't sit nude for him, um, but he did used to... He started to ask me to wear tighter clothes because they reflected the light better. And the boys I lived with as a student at the time said, oh, come on, Parky. <laughs> and I was like, no, honestly, it's just because it you know, reflects the light better. And then, lo and behold, when I went to his flat in London, I only think, it's only with the hindsight, hindsight sometimes yeah. that you realise. Hindsight's he, brilliant, isn't it? it he said to me, I'm, cause, you know, I'm sure I can say this because he'll, he'll have passed away now, almost yeah. certainly, but he said, um, you know, because he was married, but he said, um, uh, you know, uh, sex is about trust and you trust me to come here to sit for me. Therefore, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. We're and I, having you know, sex. I was, just, I was completely oblivious of <laughs> my cigarette sitting like... You're tight-fitting. Posing in my tight-fitting. Diaphanous. <laughs> I just can't believe how naive I was. I mean, I can't tell you. Like, an idiot, idiotically naive. Which... And is there a painting of you in, like that? Uh, my my mum got suspicious and asked to see the work in progress, which he never let me see. Uh, all he said was, you know, your beauty's like a sunset, so I can't capture it. So I knew it wasn't going to be a flattering picture. And my mum went round and had a look, and then we walked down his path, and then she said, yeah, he's... <laughs> he's he's not an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped oh. going shortly after that. But I got £12 an hour for that, which was a wow. lot of money back then for sitting. Especially for not touching. Yeah, didn't, didn't put out once. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, are you very Doing. busy at the minute? This year I've done Rivals for Disney+, Plus, which is a remake of Jilly Cooper's. All right. So I've been oh, down really? in the West Country all on and off all, all year. Where's all that set? It's all sort of round Bristol and, you know, Tetbury and, yeah, yeah amazing. All show jumping and things like that. Yes, I sort of play the Jilly uh, Cooper character in that she writes, she write, uh, writes novels and yeah. has a sort of vein. Does she ride a horse? She, thankfully not. Yeah. No, I'm, I, I don't ride. Have you uh, ever said you've ridden and then yes. they've given you a horse? And salsa advanced on my spotlight season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Have you ever done the salsa dancing no, on film? No, I haven't no. had to. So, yeah, so we've, I've been filming that. Uh, I have a sort of uh, romance with... an extramarital romance with Danny Dyer. Yeah. So I enjoyed that, and... Is <laughs> he a rough uh, horse world he's, he's the kind of cockney uh, uh, electro-millionaire. He's like a, oh, right, a, a yeah. whiz with... Uh, yeah. He, has, he had to um, speak fluent Japanese on a, on a massive uh, phone at one point. <laughs> you know, I think what I love doing... Uh, is stuff with lots of actors. Yeah. And I haven't actually I love done the, that on sort film. of camaraderie of it oh, and they yeah. just kind of meeting people and having fun. Yeah, and when, particularly when they are as fun as yeah. like David Tennant and Claire yeah. Rushbrook. Have you ever worked with Claire? No. It's um, hard to explain to people who, who don't do it mm. how much fun it is. I imagine it's like team sport, because I didn't do enough team sport. You all feel quite safe because you've all got your part and, and so there's a genuine sort of... One on me, basically, yeah. rather than a... There's that weird spirit. bit, isn't there, just before you do the first read-through of a big series, and you and you, you have kind of butterflies, like the first day of going to school, what, when they all start talking and your character doesn't come in for three or four pages, mm -hmm. and you're thinking, have I got the right voice? Mm. Oh, God, and, uh, and then what will come out? I remember... I know. School goes wrong. 
Who, I always think of that. Um, I sat next to Lily James when we did War and Peace. Yes, yeah. And we had a massive read-through. Hundreds of kind of executives from American... Oh, God, see, my tally's gone. Yeah, <laughs> so there's, there's room with about, you know, 18 actors and mm. about 50 executives. And it comes around and you're flicking through the pages, counting from when you come in and thinking, what voice? Mm -hmm. And you know that once you've, once you've done it, that's the voice you'll have to do. Though, yeah. You know. I remember, and, you know when you have to go around and say and your I, name? And I thought Lily, who'd, who'd done, was so kind of lively. She's such a live... She's such a gorgeous yeah. girl, yeah. And, and, I, and I thought, well, she obviously knows, she's been to proper acting school. Mm. I never went. I was talking to her about this after, and she said, exactly, it's exactly the same. We, no one knows what they're doing. It just sort of yeah, comes to you at the very last minute. You said you didn't go That's to proper acting school, but what you did in terms of a, a training with all of the sort of alternative comedy stuff is mm. far more um, rigorous and, and testing. And I mean, Harry, my husband was a child actor and he didn't train. I think the, the one thing it gives you is knowledge that you haven't learned it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad about Yeah. That's the confidence it gives you, that we're all just pretending to know what we're doing. Thanks very much. Blue tape, crispy oh. shallots and chives. Thanks very much. Yeah. And some black tiger prawns and chilli oil. Oh, and brilliant. And bread as well. Thank you very much. So... What did, you, what did your parents think you were going to be then when you, when, when you went off and did classes? Did they, and what did they think was going to happen at the end? I suppose law was they? referenced. Law conversions. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of people that do classics did. Yeah. It just got me down. I thought, I need to actually want to do the work or not to be hiding in toilets all the time at, at my workplace. That's what I imagined I would do. Yeah. So a bit like Jen in the IT crowd. <laughs> yes. Very like her. You, you eventually just played a character who was like the character you avoided being. Yes. Uh, I think um, she very much evolved to be quite like me because Graham got to know me and yeah. realised my many shortcomings, yeah. It was fantastic, the IT crowd, wasn't it? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I mean, I'm always pleased to be recognised for it because I, I finished doing it a long, quite a long yeah. time ago now. Those things just hang on, hang on forever. Sitcoms have a kind of easier ride because, you know, you wake up every morning these days and you, there's a Frasier on the telly, and, you know, from 25 years ago, and it's always yeah. brilliant. You know, because... Um, I suppose, they're, yeah, they're, they're so... They're, things yeah. like Friends rehearsed for two weeks on the set, you know, and I used mm. to get quite jealous of that when I was doing the IT crowd because I thought, well, please forgive sometimes patchy performances because of the way we the way we make it is so much more ramshackle. So yeah. I suppose, if I'm honest, I don't like looking back either because I, it, it, I just get... I don't love everything yeah. I've done in it, but I, have, I didn't feel entirely in control always. Um, but, you know, some bits are great, but I've been showing my girls French and Saunders, you see, and mm -hmm. I, I think that when the people are funny in it, it, it always works even when it doesn't, you know? I like that thing that happens after I don't know how many years it is, because I've never sat being one of those people who sits at home and watches my stuff. No, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> you know, and uh, I know people that do. Um, Certainly don't be honest about it if you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But there's a the thing that happens when you're channel surfing in later life mm. Mm. <laughs> and you pass through something you've done <laughs> and you see yourself in the third person. Oh, my God. And it's quite mm. nice. Oh, right. You think, no, we think, oh, that's quite funny. Oh. He's, he's funny. Mm. And you, mm. you're, not, you're not investing in yourself. Mm. You're not investing in memory. 
You're, you're just sort of right. looking at yourself slightly dispassionately. How funny, because at the moment I'm still at this stage where I look at it and go, oh, I remember how I had a migraine that night. Oh, or, no. you know, you sort of, I can't quite watch things with uh, detachments. You'll get older. <laughs> <laughs> that much oh. is true. <laughs> mm. But, no, and then I finished Here We Go, and my, my children watched that as well, which is a family sitcom. Yeah. With no swearing. Um, I just did a second series with Jim, who I know you yeah. had on your podcast. Yeah. Jim Howick. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Lovely bloke. <laughs> Such a funny yeah. man. Yeah. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Dearest lunchers, just to let you know that after you've finished listening to this, there's more. Yes, more. Join me over on The Digestivo, where you can hear your favourite guests tell us their top five restaurants in the world. Yes, that's in the world. That's potentially 60 restaurant recommendations from our special guests. And let me tell you, they know a thing or two about dining out. The Digestivo is also the place where we squeeze in some of the juicy extras that we didn't have room for in our regular episodes. For just £2.99 a month, you can get all that and every episode completely ad-free. Way less than the price of an actual Digestivo. This is the sort of thing you could be missing. I remember filming there once a sketch I wrote actually for Katie Brand's sketch show with yeah. Miranda Hart, me and Katie in it, as the Bronte sisters. And all it was was Emily and Charlotte, me and Katie, writing stuff. And then yeah. Miranda's character was Anne Bronte and she was just drawing a huge penis. <laughs> the most sophisticated of sketches. Start your free trial of the Digestivo now by clicking Try Free at the top of the Out to Lunch show page on Apple Podcasts. We'd also love to hear from you about your food experiences, from the most heavenly to the most excruciating. Just email lunch at sonymusic.com. Right then, back to the chat. I suppose what I always have felt is very distinct from people that do the circuit, because I think there's a sort of front-footedness that you have to have to do that. When I did the IT crowd, I didn't go, oh, I want to do serious acting. I was always aware that, even at drama school, that, you know, I was given the part of Fest Day in Twelfth Night when the yeah. other girls were fighting over Viola and Olivia, and yeah. I always knew the power of that, so I didn't feel like... Why won't anyone take me seriously? Because yeah. I'm, I'm not a very yeah. uh, serious person. <laughs> I saw you talking about something. It was about Significant Other, which is a brilliant series. It was something along the lines of you wanted to do something that was un-Richard Curtis-like and, and kind of Chekhovian. And that's your taste. You, you and I should do Chekhov. They always get Chekhov wrong. They, I they, agree. They always, they always, when we made War and Peace, I went to see a Chekhov in Russian, mm, and I yeah. didn't understand a bloody word. 
it was a full audience and they laughed at everything yeah. like yeah, yeah, dreams. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, have, you, have you done Chekhov? No. This is going to sound massively pretentious on a podcast, but you're so Chekhovian. I've read about yeah. you having the similar taste to me, I think, which is that things are funny and sad at the same time. Yes. I used to get so, I find exactly. it so tedious when this people say... This is what Chekhov knew. Absolutely. And so my one of my early jobs was doing The Seagull with Ian Rickson. Um, yeah, you played Masha. Yeah, and I have to say that, that was a really exciting production because I just felt like... Everybody from Kerry Mulligan as Nina to Mackenzie Crook as Constantine to Kristen Scott Thomas as our Cardinal. Uh, that's, that's a big I mean, cast. That was a big cast, but big cast. But I, I, I it, read the reviews. Yes. and you came out top. Well, it, uh, yeah. Well, you Come know, on, you I, won. obviously, I don't read reviews. Um, <laughs> I might have read those, uh, but yeah, I just think I only that... read the good ones. <laughs> I feel, and I thought that was a that was a really exciting production. Talking about the thing where you feel like you're in a company where everyone is playing their part. So, you know, people say to me that aren't in our industry, it must be so competitive. And I think, no, it's the opposite. Like when you know, we don't. I know the auditioning bit is awful, and yeah, but you can go la 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 and not know who's going in, which I've always done. Yeah, <laughs> but once you're doing a job, it's it's absolutely the opposite. The general level of acting ability amongst people who, who work in the industry is much better than it used to be. I remember we were doing a comic strip film and we got in some half names from the mm. generation above us. And they used to go to the pub at lunchtime and, and sort of sink four pints and come back and be unusable, <laughs> you know. I genuinely don't know how people remember their lines because, you they know, didn't. I've got they a good memory, but after two drinks, I don't know my phone number. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, mean I know my name, <laughs> but I could never remember things in the same way. and. Um, and I remember quite early on, because the things that did make me nervous were, because I did the IT cred, I was asked often to be on panel shows, and I just yeah. thought, I, can't, I haven't got the balls, I just haven't got the balls. Well, I did Travel Man with the lovely Joe Lysett and then mm. Taskmaster, and I thought, actually, I feel like now I'm old, I can be myself and not yeah. worry about, I don't care as much. Yeah. But the early panel shows, I remember thinking, I have to have a drink to get through it. Yeah. The stand-ups would have their drinks, so I'd have my drink. Down, you know, wouldn't do this now. And I remember a makeup designer saying to me, "Don't do that because if you have a good show, you'll think you always have to do that." Yeah. Um, and um, I think I did have to drink anyway. But, but the, the point is, I'm not anyway, an alcoholic. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked and for I me. Don't you ever oh, talk to me again. <laughs> ever since I kind of gave up broad comedy, I'm damaged goods because I've got so much comedy in there. Right. The, uh, on the CV. Right. It can be bad for people, comedy. Yeah. Well, the if, other if thing is, you know, you have to, to do be. a good general American accent. I'm my American yeah. accent. feels not yeah. so good. <laughs> yeah. I can't do American. I can't do it. I can do um, Tennessee Williams accent, but I cannot do yeah. a general American. So I and I can't see the point. <laughs> I, even, the even, point? Even, even when I watch, you know... Uh, English actors in, in big American series and they're very famous in them and they're very, you know, good in them and they, these things do very well. I think, can't you all see? <laughs> his, his accent's terrible. Yeah, I, I sometimes think, because my husband's amazing at accents, but he's terrible at general American and we sometimes think it's a deliberate psychological thing we're doing so that we don't have to leave our lovely house. <laughs> I may also make it worse by talking all the time like this at home. You know, don't don't help me, this. But my, my youngest daughter's got an amazing American accent already, just from watching endless Malcolm in the Middle. Thank you. 
got the halibut on smoked tomato risotto and samphire. Thanks very much. That looks delicious. There you go. That really, really looks nice. I love how firm halibut is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of fishes that are kind of a bit... Halibut looks solid. It does look solid. I'm quite it's excited like, by the It's like it's saying, I am halibut. <laughs> You've talked about not being bothered with Hollywood. It's or, hard, or is it, it Hollywood that's not bothered with you? It's more that. That's the thing. It's hard, isn't it? When you do interviews, you're basically... You're very aware that you're projecting... Yeah. ..a version of yourself that you think is palatable, right? Yeah. For me, becoming... An actor was a way of getting out of the sort of rat race of doing a proper job. Yeah. So in a way, it was dropping out. So it took me a while then to sort of get... I mean, of course, I want, I want it to work, but I yeah. didn't want to be going to the gym and sort of going to L.A. and doing pilot yeah. season at any point, and I've never been. Yeah. But also, uh, I was always very aware that I probably wouldn't get anywhere, and I didn't want to... It's like, go, you know, I'm not going to go and make a pass at the... The best-looking man in the room. It's sort of... The, the landscape's changed a bit, hasn't it, really, in, in the industry, where so much of all that kind of streaming stuff gets made. Well, I've just done an American Britain, job. Britain anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but you made it here and you didn't have to go to Hollywood. And it's... So, But it's actually probably what would used to be called a Hollywood job. And it's quite exciting because, of, you know, financially, it's, it's different. Yeah. When was the first time you felt successful enough to pay for your parents? It's a strange moment, isn't it, in life? And I think yeah. for you it must have been quite important because you, you'd you suffered this weight of expectation. It was about. quite important, but I think I was so sort of relieved and shocked that I was making a living after all those uh, years of having to sort of, you know, pomps money off them, basically. Yeah. Take, get money off them. I, um, I think uh, one of my brothers said to me, uh, I think you should stop buying lunch when we go out. It's quite patronising. <laughs> oh, no. And he had a point, because I kept sort of going, it's on yeah. me, guys. It's on me, you know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then shortly after that, I couldn't pay my tax bill, so yeah. <laughs> it's like... Um, that meal I bought the other day, I think... Can, it, can I you think, pay me I back? Think, I think you had the halibut, didn't you? <laughs> Could you give me a halibut? Um, <laughs> it was awful. Lend me a pony. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I got a bit... I got a little bit sort of naff and flash for a bit, and then I uh, realised that... You never know what's around the corner. And also, unfortunately, I do enjoy theatre more than anything else, which is a thing that doesn't pay very well. So, yeah. you know, one of my favourite ever jobs, I did Home Arm Darling for about a year and um, was broke at the end of it. So, <laughs> you got was that, to Where was that, in the National? It started at the Theatre Cluid and then it went to... It was a co-production, so it was then yeah. at the... Not Cottesloe, Dorfman. Yeah. And then it went to the West End. So I did it for quite a while. Yeah. Loved every minute of it, but... Um, no, it's written by yeah. Laura Wade, who I, I love her writing. Yeah, well, she's written yeah. Rivals. Yeah, oh, has she? So it's continued that oh, sort brilliant. of dynamic. I think that um, I was intimidated early on. I did get asked to, to fly out to do a recall in front of the Fox Network, and I just thought, they're just going to... I know it's so boring to talk about it, but they are just going to want me to be thinner and blonder, and I, I, it, might, it may have changed, but I had an audition, a recall for something over here where they, my agent had to sort of get a studio... Um, for some big American yeah. comedy. Because, you know, comedy sort of translates, doesn't it? And I think they just thought, you know... But it was... The emphasis on what I looked like was so... so I, I'm not joking. He you asked me... You have won me, a BAFTA, haven't you? Have I? You, yes. You won a BAFTA for a, 
for best yes, comedy yes. performance or something. But the, the so guy, that, that kind of gets their attention, doesn't I was it? Probably, possibly. It was before that, but I think that they, they, they asked me if I had um, a pair of tights to put over the lens. I'm not, I wasn't offended. It was fine. I just thought, you're bonkers. I mean, I'm... I was yes, I in my twenties, and, and, and I put the <laughs> I put the tights over. You don't, you don't know. I'm wearing my pair of tights over my head right now. Don't. And he said, he <laughs> said to, to me, he's a really nice guy, but he said, please don't be offended. But this is what we do with Jen, Jennifer Aniston or whoever he said. But I thought, um, and I all of my and I all of my sort of situations with the Americans have gone along. That it's been like yeah. the feedback has been, we really liked what she did, but can she be glossier? We really liked what she did, but remember, the part is still hot. <laughs> yeah. We really liked what she did, but can she do something about her hair and makeup? And I just thought, I'm just not going to play this game, mainly because I'll just end up crying. Oh, nice? <laughs> really Absolutely nice. Thank brilliant. You. Thank you. Lovely halibut. Good, I'm glad. Did you catch it yourself? <laughs> I did, actually. I really <laughs> did. this morning. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, we sourced from flying fish. Is it one of the famous oh. Thames halibuts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've believed you then. <laughs> no, um, we source from flying fish, which is based in Cornwall. Mm. So not quite. Mm. Mm. Not <laughs> nice. You said in one of the things I read that you, well, your dream job was, um, and this is when another of our connections. This is this is where we should do the check off. Um, your dream job was to to be on Broadway. Oh, did I say yeah? And uh, and and be out there and sort of. And sort mm. of bring your family out and sort of do all that. Mm. And it's exactly my job. I, I, I really wanted to spend six months in New York in a play where I, this, this is my dream, where I, I, I walk past the man who sells the pretzels on the corner and he, he salutes me every day because he knows who I am. <laughs> this is, this is yeah. a kind of local... Yeah, I don't even mind if he gets my name wrong. Yeah. Hey, Caroline. We, 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 we've all been to New York as tourists. Yeah. I just want to be there well, as, the a, as a person... Well, the seagull went to Broadway who, who, who and I was supposed there. to go to Broadway with it, but the IT crowd wouldn't wait for me. Oh, no. So it's left me with a slightly bad taste yeah. in my all these years later. So they, um, they were going to replace me. With an, a, an unknown Miranda Hart at the time, actually. Oh. So I thought, well, I've got to get a mortgage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so I, I, I felt I couldn't um, um, do it, and that, that was a, a shame. Although yeah. I've seen them all since, and, you know, don't... You still hate them. They, they, <laughs> they, um, no, I, and they didn't care. All the they said Miranda was the, better. The, the seagull lot thought I was there. I said, no, no, it wasn't me. No, um, so but, were, you, were you in it? Yes, I was in the London production. Yeah, I was Masha. Okay. Is it okay to say bloody on this podcast? Yes, we, we, can, we can say cunt. Can we? If we want. Can we? Yeah. yeah. Can you really? Is that a general rule of podcasts? Or? Yeah. How lovely. Pod cunts, we call them. <laughs> Do you know that bit in um, in um, Sound of Music? Uh, Martin Cruz oh, yeah. told me about this. Yeah. I can't face it. What is it you can't face? <laughs> yes. The nun. Yes. I've... What is it you can't face? Yeah, I know. It's very funny, isn't it? I have once, rewound once you, that. Once you've heard it, you can never mishear it. <laughs> That's so funny. What is it you can't face? What is it you can't face? <laughs> Why is that so funny? It's uh, just hilarious. Because she's a nun. Yeah, because she's a nun. <laughs> it's worth a rewatch just for that, it. isn't it? What is it you can't do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I 
Oh, you are a lot. I think you can. So I don't know why I went into West Country there. Uh, I, I shall go. I'll let you go first. Because I'm know, from the I, patriarchy. I've never had... <laughs> I've never had affogato. I love that's what I was going to have. And I was talking about it. Affogato's recently. You, brilliant. I'd love to have an affogato. Yeah. I've never had it. Yeah. It's my favourite. Two yeah. affogatos? Two affogatos. Affogati, please. Yes. <laughs> Due affogati. Due affogati. Due affogati. Yeah. Parlate yeah. italiano un po'? Un poco, sì. Un poco mi, io yeah. mio, anche. I've, I've been trying to learn it for 25 years. Do you know, oh, just, just Allora, possiamo parlare italiano? Oh, look at you. Oh, you can say so quickly. No, I can't. I, I can't say anything other than that. I, I can read the papers. Sono andata a Venezia con la mia famiglia. Yeah. Uh, due, sì. set, due settimane fa? Due settimane fa. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, you were in Venice. Um, and I bought a <laughs> turban. <laughs> and I bought a turban. Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband said, why have you bought a turban? Yeah. You don't need a turban. And I said, fuck you. Favancule. <laughs> 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 Favancule. <laughs> uh, non mi frega una sega. Mm. That means I don't give a wank. Oh, say that again. Non mi frega una sega. You know much better Italian than I do. <laughs> Only Italian I've been swears. Two espressos. You said a thing in one of your articles. It said, "What was your greatest um, regret?" And it was that you'd never been, that you weren't an MI5. I that? did the exam for MI5. Did, did you? Yeah. Oh, tell me how that. How did you get? Did you get a tap on the shoulder? No, I was waiting for it. I'm so, I mean, you were looking for it, silly girl. But I was at Oxford, up. sort of going around with like my shoulders, sort of going, it? "Come on, tap me, I'm tap MI5. me." I'm Look Hello. at me. Look how discreet <laughs> I'll be. <Yeah. laughs> my sort of faux fur coat and. Yeah. Yes, I really fancied. I had quite romantic notions, I suppose. I wanted to either be an actress or work for MI5. Yeah. Um, and a, a, a friend, you know, I know people that were tapped on the shoulder, generally in the languages sort of area. Yeah. And certain colleges were sort of known for it. Um, but uh, it was absurd to want a tap on the shoulder because they're the last people that you're going to tap on the shoulder. Yeah. The ones that are looking <laughs> yeah. for it. I've always had this slightly kind of like, like I said to you, you want to kind of treat our business with a sort of healthy contempt just in case it dumps you first. Yeah, so, yeah. so you can pretend you hated it Yeah, more so than I don't want to do it you. anyway. I don't want to do it <laughs> I anyway. I never liked you anyway. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, fuck you. Silly, it's for silly people. <laughs> Show-offs. So I uh, auditioned for MI5. <laughs> did you? Where, did that, where, where did that happen? You I was doing say? a play and I had done the... I, I'm sure it's not called an audition uh, for MI5 that day. And I did, I did okay, but then I didn't get... Um, the, there was an exam, which I did at a university, I think, and I didn't, I didn't pass that. What was in the exam? It was things like trying to work out your knowledge of, as I remember it, things like tax things, and, and then I think it was trying to work out any latent prejudices. I remember, not that I've got any, but I remember yeah. thinking that's obviously trying to work out. We've all got latent prejudices. Yeah, you know, I don't feel like men. <laughs> yeah. um, all but, women. All women, particularly women. <laughs> but my, both my brothers think I'm in MI5. Do they? It's really silly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you drink your affogato? Do you drink it at this stage? I, 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 yeah, yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. once it had all gone. Yeah, I was going to spoon it all, but... <laughs> mm. Yeah, absolutely delicious. It's like a kind of milkshake, really. It's really nice. 
Mm. It's just what you want, isn't it? Affogato means drown. Oh, I, I know that from my extensive... I'm surprised you don't know. No, I know. Because you're a native Italian speaker. Um, practically. <laughs> can't roll my R's, which is a shame. It always sounds I can roll my good. arse. <laughs> Yeah. How was everything? It was really Absolutely nice delicious. at Fagato, thanks. It means drowned in Italian, if it? you know, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I taught her that. <laughs> yeah. How was your first It was really nice. It's just what you need to have feel drowned. on the school pick-up. So it's good. <laughs> thanks. It's been absolutely delightful having it's you. It's been a total pleasure. Thanks very much. I said pleasure like I was drunk, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not drunk at all. Heart of pleasure. And I've drunk most of it. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank you to the delightful Catherine Parkinson there. Her new show, The Rivals, based on the Jilly Cooper novel, will be available to watch quite soon on Disney+. And thanks to Jack, Mimi and the team at the Warmer Castle in London. You can look it up if you like the Warmer Castle. It's not the opposite of the Colder Castle. It's Warmer spelt W-A-L-M-E-R. I know, that's just the way we English are. The Warmer Castle. Yeah, you can go to warmercastle-nottinghill.co.uk if you want to look it up. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your pods for brand new episodes. And please tell your friends, enemies, and maiden aunts about us because it really helps. The more people who listen, the more they let us make. Thank you to our production team. Production management is Poppy Thompson. The assistant producers are Rani Prescott and Dulcie Wodcock. Social media is Jonathan Imiere. The recording engineer is Ed Gill. The mix engineer is Gulliver Tickell. The senior producer is Selena Reem. And executive producer is Ollie Wilson. Out to Lunch is a Sony Music Entertainment production. That was Out to Lunch. We've eaten all the grub that set our lips a smacking. That was Out to Lunch. We polished off the booze and soiled our napkins. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.